Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we run our blog, how we make our recipes, and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world. All right. So in last week's episode, we didn't do any news. So in this week's episode, that is all we're gonna do. All the news news yeah we've got a good selection of topics to talk about so we should probably just get right to it yeah let's do it okay i'm ready this is plant-based news with cat and dev bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm hello and welcome to the news i'm devin i'm Catherine. so today making news yeah in recent episodes, we keep talking about taking a trip somewhere, right? Yeah. Every episode, we're and like, we where are we going? Do. do you want to know where we're going where this we going? week? The most oh. magical place on earth. Disneyland. That's right. Is it Disney World or Disneyland? There's two different ones, right? This is Disney World? Wait, is there two different ones? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> one's in Florida, one's in California. Which one's which? Oh my God, I don't know. Okay. But we're talking about... <laughs> Disney... Oh, actually, it sounds like... It's going to be at Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney Cruise Line. I didn't know there was a Disney Cruise Line. I did know that. Why am I saying that? Catherine, I'm Disney just... can show you the world. <laughs> okay? And shining now... Shimmering. <laughs> shining, shimmering, vegan Split. burger. Oh. That's right. They are introducing <laughs> Impossible's plant-based meat substitute. Whoa. Everywhere. Wow. Impossible? Yeah, they're going with Impossible. I mean, I think it's the smarter choice, which we haven't had it yet, so we can't. <laughs> but we think it's a good choice. But based on what we've heard, it's a good we've choice. We've heard that it's better than Beyond. Yeah. But we don't know. It's more convincing. So the president of Impossible Food said, there's a level of trust associated with Disney. So if Disney puts it on the menu, people are more likely to try it. How do you feel about that? Because your face... I'm- I don't know, that maybe you... because I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World and I don't live anywhere near either of them. I didn't really think food was that, like, I knew people got excited about the food at Disney World, but I didn't think they were like, it's on a Disney restaurant menu. Of course, it's going to be delicious. Like, I've never really thought of the food at Disneyland like that. That's fair. Although like, I, I think... think of Disney as a trustworthy company. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to films. Right. Not when it comes to food. I think you're right about maybe they don't associate with being delicious but i think for a company like disney to be like this is the one that we want and we want to put this on the menu says a lot about impossible and how people will perceive impossible i guess for disney to select it i think there is truth to that like that's i don't know i just like i have a hard time reading disney out like of any decisions disney makes outside of movies as being something like yeah it must be like obviously every partnership every company makes is based off of some like whatever like thing whatever Mm -hmm. it is you know they they think it aligns with their brand or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but like i don't know i just like don't and again maybe it's just because i've grown up never going to these places or not like even thinking of these places Mm -hmm. but i just like to me like i if i if i saw that which i did see it on the news thing and i wouldn't be like oh okay yeah i like i don't have a different view of either of these companies because of it and i don't like i don't know i just like cool it's on the disney menu that's cool Mm -hmm. but i think just because of how many people visit there whatever vegan companies get their products in there 
it's a huge win for them. Well, of right? course. No, no, no. It's yeah. a massive win. Yeah. And they're going to see huge sales. And, like, they're going to be in front of so many people. It totally especially builds their street cred. young people. Yeah. Like, people who are going to be growing up at, with the vegan movement as being, like, a pretty mainstream thing. But I still don't see it as, like, oh, Disney is a very trustworthy company. They make great kids' movies. This burger must be great. I just don't see that connection. But it's also because, again, I've never been on a Disney cruise. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. I don't know any of those things. So Okay. I've never tried anything from Disney outside of movies. Uh, I've been to Disney World. Whatever one is in Florida, I've been to that <laughs> one. Uh, I don't really remember the, fo- the food that much. It yeah. was just like theme park food. It kind of seems like the one in California is the bigger deal when it comes to food. Oh, at least maybe just because all the influencers we follow are in well we should go California. we're influencers are gosh we? yes <laughs> okay so last year they announced a bunch of vegan items they were going to try and work into their menu uh-huh. so now they're saying the impossible burger will be available at tony's town square restaurant in magic kingdom oh that, yeah at disney magic world kingdom. and available this spring at smoke jumpers grill in disney california oh, adventure at disneyland resort what's a mouthful That's a lot of disney yeah <laughs> they just haven't said how many um restaurants within the park will serve impossible branded items restaurants are in the park a lot oh yeah just like wonderland has a lot of different i've never been to wonderland oh my i don't go to amusement parks okay i've never been to an amusement park the only one i've been to is like ontario place and that doesn't count at all yeah. and i've been to the x that also doesn't count okay. that's more of like a fair yeah yeah thing okay well so i mean there's I generally like a, a bunch of food vendors there is there a lot at wonderland i think so oh, I don't it's know. been a long time since i went but either way this is an exciting move for uh impossible and yeah. like you said having those items available for the younger demographic mm-hmm. should be interesting to yeah. see okay we're gonna move on to the coffee company that we don't complain about not Tim Hortons. They may have gotten rid of the Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich, but now Starbucks is oh. bringing it to Canada. What was the intro to this? You said the we don't complain about? Yeah. Oh, because, I mean, I complained about their matcha latte. <sighs> okay, we complain about everything. It's How's just because we only complain about Tim Hortons because it's been making really bad news. But now we have good news. Yeah. Well, well no, hopefully good news. We have news. Starbucks... Why? Well, they're saying they're going to test a Beyond oh, okay. Breakfast so Sandwich. That's why it's we have news. Well, no. The problem is that they haven't really announced a vegan option. What do you mean? You can't just ask to remove the cheese? Well, it's egg and cheese, I think. Yeah, but you could ask to get it without. So then it would just be a bun with the patty on it. They don't have like so tomatoes or anything? In, my I don't know. Under, my understanding of the way that Starbucks food is um, oh, delivered. It's pre-made. And produ- yeah, it's pre-made and they're just heating mm. it up. Like it's not like what Tim Hortons. Beyond Meat would be good like that. Where there's a lot of yeah. other options. Where it's, yeah. each component is heated up, then it's added to it. It's not. Starbucks is, comes in packaging, right? I remember yeah. that now. So all they've announced is that they'll be testing Starbs. Beyond Meat. They're bringing it to the Canadian market before their U.S. market, which is interesting. I think it makes sense because because it's already impossible. No, I think because Canada is such a smaller market than the U.S. that it's they kind of test things here before they bring it to 300 million people in the U.S. But do they usually test things here? I I've seen like well that's why McDonald's is testing theirs here. No, but I don't think that Starbucks usually tests things here. Oh, I don't know, but I have no nothing. I know nothing about Starbucks. I mean, in general, companies companies who are in both 
both Canada and the U.S. often test in Canada because it's a smaller market and it's less risk. Okay, so all they've announced is that they'll have a breakfast sandwich with Beyond Meat on it coming this spring. It'll be across locations, like across the country, and it's egg, cheese, and the Beyond Meat patty. They haven't said if there's going to be another option. I actually, I was tweeting with them yesterday randomly. I saw that. And so I did eventually ask them if yeah. there's going to be i haven't had an answer back yet because they got back to you quickly it seemed on the other ones but then i let six hours oh, okay. between my response got it's not it. them okay we're going to move on to a san diego startup yes that raised 20 million dollars to launch world's first cell-based mahi mahi yeah okay Catherine, can you tell us what cell-based mahi mahi involves it's the island we've talked about the island this mm-hmm. movie before Remember where they're like... No, no, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know what you meant, but it's the island. Um, uh, so basically, cell-based means it's still meat. So it is still entirely fish, but they take the cells of the fish and use it to generate just the meat, not like a live fish. And they sell it as a way... It's a basically like slaughter-free meat. Because the fish doesn't have to die for them to get the cells. Yeah, I assume. I I don't know. They. I don't think they went into the detail of how they get the cells. But if if it's, I guess it's it's more so like one fish has to die to get the cells, and then to make the rest of them, nothing else has to happen. I mean, they are using the phrase slaughter free. So you assume they don't have to. Yeah. But I'm, I I think they have to kill a fish to get the cells. And does the fish still have to live in like a fish farm? Like, what's the I don't, quality of like I'm not a scientist. Fish? I'm worried um, about this fish. Like, are you talking about the fish they get the cells from? Yeah, or the, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. So the CEO says we've designed and executed a platform technology in which we will ultimately offer a broad array of sustainable cell-based seafood products to consumers. And our team has been extremely focused on implementing systems and processes that will be needed for cost-effective large-scale production. Now, again, it's not very science-heavy, but the discussion of cell-based, any kind of cell-based meats, we've talked Mm -hmm. about it before would you try it no no because you think it still goes against veganism no i don't necessarily i mean if an animal had to be killed for it then yeah probably but i also just i don't know i don't maybe it's just because i don't care about seafood that much maybe Mm -hmm. if it was something i was like more interested like chicken i it would be a harder decision for me to be like definitely wouldn't try it but i don't really care about fish (laughs) so you're not against it or you are i'm not against people doing it because if it ultimately ends up with less fish dying i'm fine with that Mm -hmm. like i think a better solution is still better whether or not it's the best solution it's still a better solution so i'm fine with people doing something better rather than doing nothing at all Mm -hmm. and i think something important to clarify too is with the seafood industry it's not the killing of fish necessarily that's damaging it's actually the like the practice the practice yeah. of fishing that is polluting ocean yeah. so much and that's what's causing the real damage yeah. it's not so much killing from the an fish. environmental yeah. standpoint yeah. killing the fish isn't the part that's bad for the environment yeah. it's obviously bad for the fish <laughs> but it's that whole farming yeah. um process that's dangerous um, yeah there's like a whole other like i feel like ethical question of like it really doesn't like i mean this coming from someone who's not religious in the slightest but it feels like you're playing god almost when you just create Mm-hmm. out of cells create meat i don't know it's it's this whole like it's this weird territory that like i feel like is very very new 
And it's really going to depend on what you believe in if you want to try this stuff. Yeah, I don't really know what the right answer is. Yeah, I don't either. I, I do think like I think if someone who loves seafood yeah. and eats a lot of seafood, I think this is a great option for them if they want to decrease their um, their footprint, their what is the carbon footprint? carbon footprint. And if they want to kind of help save some fish's lives, I think it's a great solution. But I don't know how I feel about the whole like I don't for me, I don't think I feel even if it was like chicken, which I really miss chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do it either. It kind of just feels strange to me. Mm. But I don't know. And I guess the other side of it is that it's, it is cell-based. Like, it's completely made in a lab. Yeah. And even though, you yeah, know... People are questioning beyond meat yeah. safety and, like... Oh, you eat so many chemicals. Yeah. It's definitely going to be something people have to be educated on. Yeah. Like, I know nothing about it. It could be horrible for you. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely... Education is needed. And that's the other thing how when will we know if it is dangerous it could take years right I mean, yeah we're still trying to figure out the uh eggs and milk and stuff so yeah <laughs> so i don't know but i mean i don't know i'm kind of torn because i do miss um seafood and sushi yeah like that would be pretty nice to have like, i'm yeah. waiting on good seafood i never really had a lot of seafood and sushi even before going vegan yeah. like, i had a lot of veggie based sushis so i don't even miss that like I did not like raw fish that much. Miss- the only thing that I miss is like a Philly roll. Philly oh, rolls are okay, great. Yeah. No, I miss fish a lot. I don't. The only thing I maybe miss is like a good fish and chips. Like I like fish and chips a lot, mm. but you can't. I don't think you do that with mahi mahi. Mahi mahi is a fancy fish. Yeah, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I'm like picturing it in like a good poke bowl. Yeah, is that right? And sashimi mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's something that you like enjoy the like raw type of it. I don't know how often you cook mahi mahi. I'm again, I know nothing about seafood. Like I'm, I was never a big seafood eater. Mm-hmm. I know you miss shrimp. Oh, so much shrimp cocktail. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I I was never a big seafood eater to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I don't really miss it. It was, it was it's the easiest thing to give up, which is the strangest thing because when I went vegetarian, fish was the only thing I didn't give up. Because it's like that classic, it's pescatarian, where you're like, yeah. I'm vegetarian, but I still eat fish because protein. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't, like, I eat fish fillets out the wazoo during that period. <laughs> oh, fillets out the wazoo. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm not, like, I used to really like salmon, mm. but not to the point where I, like, need it in my life. Yeah. I'm happy with what I have. I really only miss it when I go for sushi. And then I miss shrimp cocktails when it's like a party that you've got a really good hors d'oeuvre spread. And I'm like, where's that shrimp cocktail? Wow. I want it. I have like, that's, you have like a really unhealthy relationship with a shrimp ring. <laughs> what? I sit just- there and eat all of it? <laughs> I think that's really judgy, actually. <laughs> I really liked uh, breaded shrimp. Breaded shrimp oh. were, were really good. Yeah, like shrimp tempura too. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I never, I don't really miss seafood. I don't really care that much about it it was never a big part of my diet Mm -hmm. well i hope that we're able to get seafood that doesn't involve so would you try this i don't know because it feels like this ethical gray area and i don't know where i stand yeah i think we need a lot more education on the yeah subject i also don't want all these non-vegans asking me because i don't know like i'm very curious about this the process of it and i feel like a company who wants to do well like i don't know maybe they can't do this because maybe it is a terrible the behind the scenes is terrible but i feel like a company who wants to do this well needs to be as transparent as they possibly can be about it 
because it's such a new thing that I feel like people are going to be like, um, what? Like mm. you want me to, this is a piece of fish that was never once alive. It was grown in this like what tank or whatever. Um, so I feel like people are going to be very skeptical of it right from the get go. So I feel like whatever company is going to be successful with it needs to be very transparent yeah. about like, this is the process of the making and all this and this uh, ask us like, remember when McDonald's did that campaign of like, ask us anything. <laughs> yes. Like almost like that. They need like, ask us anything. We'll answer. Honestly, this is what it involves. Yeah. It's tough. Cause like both of their, but maybe it's a horrible process. Who knows? Both of their markets are going to be super skeptical. Like vegans are going to be very skeptical and hesitant because, because it's a, a gray area. Right. It's still meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then non-vegans are going to be skeptical because you're, telling them it's all made in a lab Mm -hmm. and that's usually the biggest points they put against any sort of non-traditional vegan yeah exactly um so yeah i'm curious about this maybe this 20 million dollars they got will help them figure it out (laughs) yeah i'm curious to see where it goes i ultimately think um depending on like get rid of all the unknowns of this i think it is a good thing if like if it satisfies that craving for people and they don't have to like subject the oceans to Mm -hmm. what we subject the oceans to i think it's a good thing but we'll see okay we're gonna move on to some bigger fish in the sea oh yeah orcas yes canada plans to release captive whales to new home at nova scotia sanctuary what a beautiful story for the orcas i mean it took long enough yeah change, and it's i mean there's still a long time there's still some years in between when it's gonna happen but yeah do you want to tell us about this article because you read through it's basically uh so there's a new act i can't remember what the exact act is called but we're no longer allowed to breed capture um or there's another one i don't know but you're basically not allowed to have any whales or dolphins or um porpoises porpoises in captivity anymore so like that's sea worlds and marine lands and things like that Within Canada, they're no longer allowed to breed them within the walls of the um, facility or capture them from the wild and bring them to their facility. So basically, they're not allowed to have them anymore. Yeah. It's called the Ending the Captivity of Whales and Dolphins Act. Yeah. (laughs) Prohibits the wild capture, captivity, and breeding of whales, dolphins, and porpoises. Um, So yeah, in this past, I think a few years ago. It says last year. Okay. So last year. I I knew it wasn't like this second, but... So it passed last year, I guess. Um, And now they're in like that middle ground of figuring out where all these ones in captivity go. Mm -hmm. Because I still think they're allowed to keep them in captivity, like the ones they currently have. But once they retire, I don't know. What do they do with them? Yeah. Yeah. So because you can't like something that's lived its life in captivity can't just be released into the ocean. It won't survive. That's not how animals work. It's like your pet dog. If you just like took it out to a forest somewhere and left it there it would not survive because it relies on you to feed it and all these things so it just no longer knows how the like food chain works and all this kind of stuff so there's this like they're in that middle ground of trying to figure out where all the retired ones go where they bring them to and there's this sanctuary out in nova scotia that's raising money to build a abnormously large sanctuary off the coast of nova scotia to house these orcas and dolphins and all these things that get retired from uh the entertainment industry and can basically be taken care of through veterinarian and be fed and all that kind of stuff and live out their life not in captivity but also not be doomed to the fate of sending them out into the wild Mm -hmm. so they're currently in the process of raising money for that 
Yeah, it says to think of it like a retirement or assisted living situation <laughs> yeah, which for is the adorable. whales. And it's going to be 40 hectares. Yeah, of, which is big. Very yeah. big. <laughs> and it's an inlet in Sherbrooke, yes. uh, Nova Scotia. So they'll still be in the ocean. Yeah. They just won't be it's able to go. It's enclosed-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so that they can monitor them and make sure they're doing well and everything like that. Um, it also, uh, they're also trying to figure out basically how they don't disrupt the other wildlife that's in that area as well, because obviously it is still the ocean. It's not just like a giant pool. Mm -hmm. So they need to make sure how they don't um, damage the ecosystem around it and how they work it out. So there's still a lot of stuff. I think it's a few years before it's actually going to be a thing, mm -hmm. but they're in the process of figuring it out. Yeah. And it says it costs $2 million annually to operate, um, which includes providing the animals with food and veterinary fees. And yeah, which everything also they need. doesn't seem like that much money for whales. Considering the whales have probably raised tens of millions of dollars to the parks that oh, they're coming way from. way more than that, probably. That's what the yeah. article quotes. So oh, okay. We could afford to like give a little bit back to the ones yeah. that have had thank to them live for, this very sad life. Yeah, thank them for literally sacrificing their life, basically. Exactly. Um, so yeah. they're working with SeaWorld and they're working with Marineland, right? It seems that way. I think SeaWorld and Marineland have to. Yeah. I don't think they have a choice in the matter. Um, but yeah, so it's a nice positive, hopefully positive, hopefully it works out. Um, it's going to take a while. So hopefully the whales do survive because unfortunately a lot of whales and dolphins and things die in captivity very young. So hopefully... It's a happy story for all of them waiting to be put into their retirement home. <laughs> it's so sad. I remember when I walked, sad. watched Blackfish. Yeah. That is time. a hard documentary to watch. Seriously. You don't realize how bad it is. Yeah. And how sad it is. It's it's hard to face it. I yeah. mean, I've never been to any of these. Me neither. Not I know I my remember. parents took my brother once and they went and they got sad being there. Really? So they never just, they decided not to take any of Aww. us again because they're like this I don't like this. It's sad. Do they feel that way when they go to zoos too? No, it's the disconnect, right? Yeah. Because like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know how long marine parks have been around, but it doesn't feel like it's been around as long as zoos have. Mm. So zoos just feel like more of a normal, I mean, we don't go to zoos either. Um, not because necessarily they feel bad. Mm -hmm. I'm trying, I feel like this paints them as horrible people, but they're not. <laughs> um, it's just, again, it's something that's ingrained in you. It's kind of hard sometimes when thing. But I feel like Marine Land was kind of new-ish. I don't know how long it's actually been around. Maybe I'm completely wrong and it's been around so long. But it feels like it was kind of like, my brother's 30. It feels like it was kind of like the new thing hmm. around that time. So a lot of people were going and were excited about it. Um, but yeah, it's. I think it's hard. it's harder when... It's so new, something like a whale. You don't even see a whale in a zoo, right? Mm -hmm. It's something that's so wild. You see it in this tiny little pool that like a hundred people, it mm -hmm. would be tight for fitting sometimes. <laughs> like, I feel like that it, it's easier to hit people harder when you see like an animal you only have associated with being in the wild. Yeah. Let alone like zoos have been around for so long that you just see these animals in a zoo. You don't even think twice. And I think it is a lot to do with the size, right? Like, yeah. Whales it's are huge. massive compared to a they, bunch of the animals that are in a zoo. Yeah. And the ocean is such a vast space yeah. that imagining them in this confined space. That's basically land, like four times their size. Yeah. You can't ignore yeah. how um, and also the life they're living in that like closed I, area. I think it adds to the fact that like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, 
I've only been to the Toronto Zoo like a handful of times when I was younger but like marine land putting shows on with things like mm. you don't really see shows necessarily at zoos like the animals are just kind of there and you assume like yo they look like they have a nice life whatever mm-hmm. but like the fact that they're like I mean I'm sure this happens at zoos too but marine land it's so front and center that like they don't feed them so that they can do these tricks and get rewarded with food so that they do the tricks because they want the food and like it's just so in your face they're making them jump through things and do all these things and like it's not what they're meant to do it's like a circus element to it exactly yeah. right so circus aren't and that popular anymore well right? circuses aren't allowed to have yeah. animals anymore so why would it be okay for anywhere to yeah. have animals yeah so that's another one like circuses were banned from having live animals in any of their shows so but yeah so i think it's more in your face mm-hmm. greenland it was easier to connect with the fact that maybe this isn't right mm-hmm. i mean obviously tons of people didn't connect with that because they're still around so <laughs> um but yeah no i've never been to any of these like marine park things okay we're yes. gonna move on to dessert dessert well it's a vegan cheese and dessert oh the bar, bar. yes yeah. in michigan so it's called philanthropy interesting yeah recently opened in birmingham michigan the new shop founded by rua francis oshana names are hard oh they're so hard <laughs> they specialize in vegan gluten-free and soy-free desserts and cheeses Ooh. they offer counter service soy-free. with approximate approximately 20 seats including cafe seating booths and standing tables the menu features house-made cashew cream such as cheesecakes cheesecakes um flavored dessert flavored lattes and cheeses and flavors such as white truffle and garlic noir mm. you can get it on a mini cheese board with a selection of sauces berries greens and artisanal toast <laughs> artisanal doesn't toast. this sound lovely it does sound lovely do you miss cheesecake um not really because i think there's good vegan cheesecake alternatives out there they're pretty good. Yeah. Like, they are they satisfy enough. Maybe if I, like, tasted on that... Ac- maybe if I had tasted, like, an actual cheesecake mm. afterwards, I would have been like, oh, no, I miss this. But I don't really... Like, it satisfies the craving because I have nothing to compare it to until, like, like from six years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like cheese now. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I like vegan cheesecakes. They're good enough. The ones I've had... I love the Sweets from the Earth one. Yes. Those are my favorite. I mean, their desserts in general are yeah. bomb. I had... I can't remember. I think it was maybe the Daya one, but it was with my family. So there was a non-vegan one on the table and then there was my vegan one on the table. It's firmer than the non-vegan. That was the biggest thing. Like a lot of people tried both of them. Yeah. And they're like, the flavor is pretty good, but it's the texture that you kind of Cheesecake's light and fluffy and like all this. Yeah. No, but the the vegan one was too, almost like a mousse. Whereas a cheesecake is a little bit denser. A real Hmm. cheesecake would be a little bit denser. It's like a mousse. Well, the com- compared to a real cheesecake. Really? It I was don't a remember softer. real cheesecake being like that. Maybe I don't know what cheesecake tastes like. Maybe. But I really, like, I, anytime I remember cheesecake, I remember it being really light and really fluffy and creamy. I'm remembering it denser. Wow. Maybe yeah. we, maybe our families made different kinds of cheesecakes. Maybe. I don't know. Because like there is different types of cheesecakes out there. They're not all necessarily the same. But I don't know. I don't r- remember. Like, every time I try a vegan cheesecake, I always assume it's denser. Oh, my God. No, I'm the you, opposite. You're the opposite? Yeah. Oh, no. I assume it's denser. Interesting. 
Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like really forgetting what cheesecake tasted like. I'll ask Hutch or next I time. could be forgetting. <laughs> I don't know, but no, your family they said, said yeah, yeah. I have no it's idea. Softer. That's Did they make the cheesecake or where was the non-vegan one from? Uh, I can't remember. Okay, I'm just curious, guys. Tell us who's right about cheesecake. We don't know, because I remember it being lighter and creamier, but I might be wrong. I don't know. But at least we still like the option that we have. Yeah, no, I love. Right? I lo- then we're fine. Vegan cheesecakes I have no issue with. I think they're good. Should we go to Michigan after Disney? <laughs> yeah. After, um, where else do we need to go? Uh, New York. New York. Portland. Charlotte? Probably LA. Yeah. Yeah, there was something in the, the south. Kentucky Fried Chicken yeah. we were trying to get. Lots of places. Yeah. Ugh. Flor- There's somewhere in Florida too, I think. Oh, it was the vegan drive-thru? Yeah. Man. <laughs> well then yeah. maybe we should go to disney in, in florida. florida go to the vegan drive through florida yeah florida <laughs> <laughs> all right what's next let's see where we're going next oh <laughs> we don't have actually have to go anywhere oh toronto because is this true that wendy's has oh they the do plant-based they rolled it out plentiful yeah they've rolled it out who'd have thought who would think they were it? listening to our podcast well i mean okay so i think so I forgot this when I sent it to you and Hutch because I also sent it to Hutch because he loves Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they had had it before. They, but were, they testing were testing it. it. Where yeah. were they testing? I don't it? remember. Okay, but I for- only I think it was literally at one location. Yeah, yeah, in Etobicoke or something like that. Etobicoke, <laughs> Etobicoke. <laughs> um, but I for- totally forgot that they were doing that. So I saw it. I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" And I sent it to Hutch. He's like, "Oh, is it finally being rolled out everywhere?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I remember us vaguely talking yeah. about it, but then I kind of assumed that it just. It just fizzled out because, because we didn't we hear didn't, anything. Yeah. I also looked it up too after I saw plant mm-hmm. like veg, Toronto Veg post about it. Mm-hmm. And there's no like announcement or anything about we're rolling it out. That's Canada wide. I don't know if it's Canada wide. Like I know nothing. I but just it's know. it's on their site now. Yeah. So I assume it's at all their locations. It makes it seem like it's pretty legit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's available now. We um, don't know where the patty like where they've gotten their yeah, patty they don't, from. It doesn't say beyond or anything like that. So it could be their own patty. Or could it could be like light life or something yeah, like that. Maybe they also just white labeled it. It could have been like uh, from a facility that makes burgers, mm-hmm. but they're just making it, mm-hmm. calling it their own. And you have to order it without mayo and without cheese yeah. to make it vegan, which be you know. pre- so be careful about the cheese thing. Um, did you see? Uh, I saw. Well, I didn't know what started it, but I saw the answers. Yeah. Um, what happened? Sue went to um, Sue with Jules by SJB. Uh, she went to Wendy's to go try the burger. Okay. And she basically went in and she was like, hey, like, um, without cheese and without mayo or whatever, like, make it vegan and stuff. And they, like, kept saying that, like, oh, no, the cheese is vegan. They're like, oh. it's all vegan. Like, this is the ingredient. And they kept talking about the ingredients of the burger. Yeah. And she's like, no, but, like, is the cheese vegan? Like, can I? Is it? And they're like, yeah, no, it's vegan. It's vegan. They just kept saying yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe just they didn't have enough education on it or they weren't understanding enough about it so she got it with cheese without mayo so like the person understood i guess they weren't Mm -hmm. looking Mm -hmm. they were like not eating eggs or whatever so she got it she posted it and then i guess someone was like i don't think it's vegan so she like looked it up and it's not vegan cheese so she went back and basically told them it was like she basically went back and was like hey just wanted to let you guys know that like you told me the cheese was vegan it's obviously not vegan it's really important that you don't do mm-hmm. that and like explained it she got a free burger out of it mm-hmm. but i mean they better <laughs> but uh like it was this whole weird confusing situation 
um, that confusion can just come like at that employee level right it's fast food yeah and also like maybe the like i don't know maybe it was a really long lineup at the drive-thru and they were just trying to get through people Mm -hmm. and she's like yeah yeah it's vegan like obviously that's not an excuse but like I don't like it's it was a very it's very confusing situation because she like explicitly asked she said she explicitly asked twice mm-hmm. whether the cheese is vegan and they said yeah it's vegan and I was like okay yeah I don't so I don't know maybe the employee misunderstood the labeling of the burger yeah so like I don't know I feel like that's possible because yeah. I think all of us have been in that situation where yeah. it just feels like the person you're ordering from doesn't fully understand yeah. the new menu item so the miscommunication yeah. happens and sue's story it was so funny she's like i was like i didn't really think anything of it because it's like bad processed cheese mm-hmm. so i just thought it was like a vegan cheese like a right. bad vegan cheese because it just tastes like bad cheese in yeah. general so <laughs> she's like so i thought it was vegan like i didn't really <laughs> actually think anything twice i was like that's funny mm-hmm. yeah says a lot about vegan cheese yeah so maybe if you go try it, just like, don't let them tell you the cheese is vegan. Just be like, I don't want cheese. You're lying. If it's vegan or not, I don't want it. I don't trust your cheese. Um, but yeah, you have to take the cheese and mayo off to make it vegan. So it's like every other burger you can get. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move on to another fast food establishment. Yes. Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they announced that they're going to be adding vegan meat to their menu next year next year yeah they're waiting till next year although i've never had taco bell in my life so i don't know why i'm Me upset neither. about this <laughs> but lots of vegans go there and there's all like the taco have, bell yeah. vegan Which, menu hacks let me tell you yes i don't know why they go there oh because they're not they're just it's just without the meat that's not a hack it's, it's like, just lettuce like rice and, and beans yeah. right yeah it's rice beans and lettuce and a taco shell that is a hack okay genius <laughs> ordering thank you i know everything i see from taco bell and taco bell if you want to sponsor us i'll take all this back <laughs> whoa i'm kidding everything <laughs> i see from taco bell never looks appetizing to me it just looks sad yeah no i'm not but i'm not saying it's they not have tasty i'm sure a, it's tasty it's such a cult following yeah people really like the bell now what's interesting <laughs> people really like the bell what's interesting about this announcement is they haven't actually decided if they're going with impossible foods or beyond meat oh they said that they have met with both companies and they're like duke it out man yeah <laughs> now we're bringing it to the public let's see what happens actually that could be a smart idea because like if they're like we haven't decided we're in negotiations with both and we're talking and then all of a sudden you get tweets of people being like, bring impossible, bring, you can see which one's more popular. Mm-hmm. You can see which ones your customers want more. Exactly. That is so smart, Taco Bell. Now, what may or may not influence their decision is that the their competing chain, which is Del Taco, which, yes, we, don't, which we don't have, have here. here, they have Beyond Meat on their menu. Yeah. So do you think that that would make Taco Bell go with Beyond Meat or go with Impossible? Impossible. So that they have the other option? Yeah. Especially because I, like, I mean, again, I know nothing you not know that much about the state. <laughs> I know nothing. Um, Thanks for but listening. But it seems like Impossible isn't in as many places as Beyond is. Yeah. So it might feel like, ooh, this is exclusive. Yeah. So we'll keep our eyes on that. We don't have to go to Taco Bell till next year. So don't put that on the travel list. For, Perfect. But we've, 2021. Now we have another reason to go to New York. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about this one. Because iconic chain Golden Crust. Never heard of it. Me neither. But they're iconic. They debuted a vegan Beyond Beef Jamaican patty. They Ooh. have 125 locations and they're testing a spicy and a mild vegan pastry pocket. So it's going to be available at select locations. Oh, wait, we don't actually have to. What? Wait, did you send this to me knowing it's coming to Toronto? No. 
I don't send you anything I read. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, surprise. It's going to be available in Boston, Hartford, New York, and Toronto. Wow. 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 My day just got better. Look at us. So, you find a date? No, they haven't set a date. All they said is, we want to make the products available to our entire franchise system in the first part of 2020. We challenge you to tell the difference between our traditional beef patties and our new plant-based protein patties. Why are they calling them plant-based protein patties? You raised um, your hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the place called? Golden Crust. That's in Toronto? I just realized. I was like, oh, this is coming to Toronto. Cool. Wait. I've never heard of this place. It says they plan to expand the plant-based patties to its 125 restaurant restaurant locations. Oh, and potentially, potentially. Yes. To its 25,000 retail points of sale oh. across North America. Got it. So, so maybe it's a retail point. I don't know where it's going first or when it's coming. Yes. But Toronto is on this list, so I feel like we need to know more. <laughs> Golden Crust, where you at? <laughs> That's a great theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Find me. Oh. Is it down the street? Golden Crust, hilarious. 1700 Wilson Avenue, North York. There's also another one. Wilson. There's one in Brampton and one in North York. We're going to Brampton or North York. North York is close to work. I can go. I could go. Apparently, there's one there. All right, I'll be there. <laughs> Just so we tell me where. when. I've, do you miss Jamaican patties? Oh Are you, yeah, you're oh, a big Jamaican patty. Yeah. Okay. There's tofu vegetables on their menu. That's great. Um, yeah, I miss Jamaican patties. Every time I see any at the grocery store, I always check the ingredients list mm. because I love Jamaican patties. I never really got the hype. The I, ones at work in the cafeteria are vegan. My par- it was like it was kind of like pizza pockets for me. Like I still have really? pizza pockets. Yeah. But it was one of those things we kept in the freezer and it was an easy thing to eat. Huh. You just heat it up in the oven, you know, so good. No, they were never in my household. Oh, I love Jamaican patties. I remember we used them. to get them from this place in Newmarket. Oh, what was it called? They used to do really good vegetarian ones. Huh. Um, but yeah, it was like a vegetable patty. It was so good. Well, this is exciting for you then. Yes. Okay, should we move on to some vegan gelato? Yeah. yeah. So Talenti yes. launched a vegan gelato layered with chocolate cookies and hot fudge. Hot. It's hot. 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 This dairy-free layer is inspired by a coconut macaroon. We use real coconuts to craft our dairy-free coconut sorbetto, sorbeo, sorbetto, I don't know, and finish (laughs) finish with chocolate cookies, oat crisps, and a decadent dairy-free hot fudge. Decadent. Talenti's supposed to be, it's like a very premium brand. It looks very fancy. Very expansive. Is it in Canada? Yeah. It is. Okay. Do you know where? No. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Maybe it's not. Maybe I saw it in Buffalo. But I've seen it <laughs> out in the wild somewhere. So in 2017, they launched peanut butter sorbetto, which is its first vegan ice cream-like option, comprised of 30% peanut butter that creates a creamy texture similar to gelato. Mm. They offer vegan sorbets in two flavors, Roman raspberry and Alfonso mango. I love that. <laughs> Um, but it doesn't say where or when these will be released. Mm. It just says that they have mm. this product. Okay. Okay. And our final product announcement. Yes. Comes from Cadbury. Yes. So excited. Yeah. They're <laughs> developing a vegan Tapping milk chocolate my bar. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. 
Um, the vegan candy company has been developing a vegan chocolate bar for two years and is working to perfect a nut-free recipe. What's with the face? I feel like it shouldn't take that long. Says the girl who, how many cookies did okay. you test before you got the perfect recipe? Okay. Okay. Calm down. Well, I just feel like you should respect that process since I you've guess. been through it. They're just, they're chocolate makers. I'm not a baker. Okay. That's fair. They have a bigger team behind them. That's a good point. <laughs> yes. But still. I guess I, I respect the fact that they're trying to make it perfect. It better be freaking perfect. And nut free. That's good too. Yeah. Are, is there normal milk chocolate bar not nut free? Because I assume no, yeah, I think it is. But I think when you go to make a milk chocolate bar, is there the idea that like oh, I'm sorry, a vegan base? Yeah, milks. Got it. Yeah, got it. I forget about that. Yeah, they want so they wanted to release it in time for Veganuary, but they didn't pr- perfect the recipe in time. Wow, so it's I been postponed. That. Yeah. And not even for Valentine's Day. No. Easter? Well, you'd <laughs> All think the chocolate so. holidays. If they did that, it would have to be mini eggs. <laughs> I know. You really want mini eggs. I don't know why you don't like mini eggs. I feel like it would. it's more than just the chocolate they need to make vegan, though. There might the be candy like coating. shellac on it or something. And I don't think shellac But they're vegan. a matte candy. They're not shiny. But we don't know what's in the candy coating. Could, gelatin could be in it to get a certain texture. Oh. They also could, uh, the coloring, the food coloring could not be vegan. So I think there's more involved in that. That's fair. It'll take them four years to make the mini eggs. <laughs> but if we can get that vegan milk chocolate in time for Halloween. <laughs> oh, so many chocolate holidays. Yo, chocolate. We just work chocolate into every single holiday, essentially. So are you excited about this? Weren't you telling me you wanted a really good milk chocolate bar? Yeah. Like there are really good ones, but I want one that's like widely available maybe. Yeah. Is Cadbury not widely available? It is. That's why this oh, is a good okay. thing. Sorry. That's Let why me I- convey <laughs> my enthusiasm. I would like one that is widely available. Just like Cadbury is. You robot. <laughs> um, Devin Android. Did you like, do you like Cadbury chocolate other than mini eggs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't really remember, but I think I liked it's it. It's good chocolate. Yeah. It's I'm good excited. quality, right? I'm worried it's going to have like a weird flavor to it. But they've because spent the two years. But we'll see. That's what I'm saying. It better be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's also. It's yeah. Like the longer you spend on it, the more hype there is, especially now since they've announced it. I assume that means it's getting close if they've announced it. But the longer. Why would you say two years? Because you think I guess because it like it builds credibility of like this is mm-hmm. going to be good. You try it. But mm-hmm. what if it's not? What if like you think it's good and it really f- flops on its head? I mean, I it's chocolate. How could chocolate be bad? You just said, what if it's got a weird flavor? Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, it's fine. Chocolate is so different from country to country, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like US chocolate and Canadian chocolate is so different. But isn't Cadbury a, it's a UK, UK company? company so- yeah. Which UK chocolate and Canadian chocolate is so much more similar. Good. Okay, yeah. good. I was worried for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we have for the news. That was a long podcast episode for just news talk. Because that was a lot of topics. Yeah. There was a lot of product launches. Honestly. These product launches, I'm more excited about than the, all the Beyond Meat launches that we were, like some of our podcasts were talking about all, oh, this place has Beyond Meat and now this place has Beyond (laughs) Meat. There's so much more variety in this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't like when we talk about one single type of product throughout the entire episode, but it happens. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to be it for this episode of Camera Eats First. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled episodes next week, which feature only half the amount of news you heard (laughs) this week. 
be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss those episodes if you enjoyed the show give us a rating and review that helps our podcast grow and you can find us on social we are two market girls on all the socials (laughs) pinterest instagram facebook that we don't use that much twitter youtube website two market girls.com yes okay we out bye 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 goodbye but you didn't end the new segment oh because it's just kind of ending now yeah should i just end the podcast with it just outro music yeah that's it for this (laughs) edition of in the news that's the way the plant-based cookie co rumbles (laughs) bye